Everyone uses their phone differently and in different places. The early risers use it here. The night owls use it here. And the never sleepers, good luck using it here. Wherever you are, you get more coverage with Xfinity Mobile because it auto-connects to millions of secure Wi-Fi hotspots and the best LTE everywhere else. It's wireless reimagined. Click, call, or visit XfinityMobile.com. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Requires residential post-pay Xfinity Internet. Actual savings vary and are not guaranteed. For Xfinity Mobile broadband disclosures, visit Xfinity.com slash mobile. Now this is Hollywood Unlocked. What up, everybody? It's Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. I'm Jason Lee. I'm Alyssa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. Yeah, it was DJ Damas. Let's get it started. Okay, so we're back for another Reckless episode. Here Happy Impeachment Day. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's impeachment today, but the, the hearings are started. By the time you see this, you will have already watched it. Yes. And hopefully you're watching the show or streaming it on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google Play, iHeart. All that uh, good stuff. And watch it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So uh, it's early. Yeah. It's really <laughs> early, y'all. We... we don't know our names. Crack of dawn. Listen, the commitment to getting this show done for you today. We have so many episodes to uh, film because, you know, the holidays are coming up. We're trying to get this content together so we can get up out of here. I plan on going to New York uh, today. Last night I was on a call with Wendy. She called. Mm -hmm. uh, You know, she interviewed Robin Crawford yesterday on the show. And she was just like, did you see that interview? And I I just thought it was a really good interview. Did you get a chance to catch it? I saw saw a little (coughs) bit of it. um, But... Fill us in on like the juicy parts. I mean, this is the thing. Um, I really get the sense from Robin that she was not trying to exploit Whitney, that she was telling her story. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, she really was. And I think that as gay people, um, you know, many times people will tell your love affairs, your story, your whatever. And I and I think oftentimes people stay, quote, in the closet. And I feel like she was she felt empowered to step out and to tell her story, I think she did so with tact. And, you know, Wendy tried a couple of times to get her to be a little messy, and she she wasn't. She did say that her and Whitney were going to pull up on her, though, at the studio. Yeah, I saw that part. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> me and Wendy got a good laugh out of that because Wendy was like, I'm not a fighter. What were they going to do, jump me? I said, they was going to beat that ass. But it was funny because uh, I, I guess in that era, people just live by the radio. Now I don't yeah. think people live by the radio. No. no, that was a big deal back then. Yeah. yeah. WBLS, that was major. That was love and hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or Hot 97. Right. I, I can't tell you how many gun battles and fights happened outside of that studio in New York. So, to all our fans listening to the show, yeah, we stream on YouTube and online and, uh, you know, in different parts of the country, 52 markets to be exact. We're not in New York yet. This big conversation going on about where we're going to land in New York, whether it's Power 105, Hot 97, uh, may God be with everybody. and that's our biggest market it is and we're not there yeah soon Mm. soon to come it's okay you know this new wave of uh i was gonna say terror uh era this new era of radio Mm -hmm. you know what i love about being a creative is that anybody can create their brand anywhere they want whether it's a podcast whether you know whether it's a, a youtube show or Whatever. Yesterday, I reshot another episode of Ask Jason Lee, where fans get to ask me questions mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, for advice. Uh, they stuff on relationships. I'm terrified to do that <laughs> shit. I, 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 I should start it, but I'm scared. Yeah, but just I mean, what are you afraid of? If people are asking know. you, if people are asking you for your their your advice, yeah, give it to them. I what, gave it to them. Okay, I, I just figure somebody's gonna be like, what. 
what's the ass smell like? You know, like what's your I, I, ass well, smell I, like? I feel like I'm gonna get stupid questions like that. But that's where, <laughs> like, this this show really is a drug for me. It is my release. <laughs> it is my it is my outlet to be reckless. But like outside of that, ask Jason Lee is not reckless. We don't answer reckless questions. It's more about like, how did you start your comp okay. your company? You know, what is the industry like? You know, uh, what should I do if my man is cheating on me? I'm like, girl. They asked one question. I forgot what it was, but one of the questions was uh, something around, you know, if me and my girl ain't working out, what should I do? I was like, well, you, you know, I I switch teams, something like that, you know. <laughs> but, it, but I try not to have that be messy. I mean, I figure with a girl saying, you know, my man cheated on me, you'd be like, all oh, niggas ain't shit, and that would be your response. Yeah, but I think it was like I forgot what it was, but but basically what it was was somebody asking advice that my advice at the time was just go gay. <laughs> just go yeah. gay. Ask Jason Lee. So I want I want to play this game with you. Okay, if I was dealing with a girl, right, and she keeps bringing up her ex, what should I do? Ooh, in what context? I think though? you should fuck her and call her your ex. Oh. Why not? I think what's good for the goose is good for the gander. That's what I'm saying. Like, in relationships, <laughs> don't play with me because that tit for tat can get really dirty. But, I mean, is does she is she does she understand that it's it's in bad taste? I mean, how young is she? I don't know. I'm just doing my ass Jason Lee. Oh, okay. I got another one. If, you, if you're dealing with somebody, you have sex with them, and you want to get them to leave, what's the best way to do it? Call an Uber. <laughs> just call it. Because, because the Uber app tells you, I'm only waiting for two minutes. Uh. So you have to say, hey, hurry up and get your things. He's going to leave. But, and once they're out your house, this is another thing I've learned. Once they're out your house, they're no longer your responsibility. So mm. if they don't go find the Uber, then the next Uber is on them. That's really fucked up. Mm. I've had people, you know, you got a flight in like two hours. The Uber's outside. And if they don't make it, then, I mean, you know, LAX is a pretty far ride. Oh, my God. By the way, if anybody's flying into LAX, do yourself a favor and try to find somebody to pick you up because that Uber Lyft situation. Not if it's you're a new doing situation. Uber Black. Oh, is that? I do Uber Black, so I don't have the. <laughs> oh, excuse I walked me. outside, I was like, oh, you peasants are fighting over nothing. So Uber Black is allowed to Uber come Black, into the airport. It can go curb. And the greatest part about yeah. it is because I always take Uber Black anyway because I always have so many bags. Mm -hmm. If it's me and Lee or it's all yeah. our bags, like, yeah. there's no way we can get a regular Uber anyway. Yeah. Now there's no traffic there. There's no traffic when you come outside of the airport. You know how there used to be just cars on top yeah. of cars? No, I don't know about that there's because I've no, been to the airport twice this week. Did you see traffic? Yes, I was in it. Really? Yeah. But it no, was, but like where they drop you off? Departures? Yeah. Yeah, both arrivals and departures. Okay, so what we're talking about is called LA Exit. That's what they've called mm -hmm. it. It's the stupidest shit in the world. And so where they used to have these designated spots on the departure level where you could go get your Uber X or whatever, shared ride or whatever the mm -hmm. case is, it created so much congestion that they decided to create uh, shuttle buses that will take you to a side oh, parking no. lot, which is where you get your Uber. So you can either walk 10 minutes to that drop-off, or you could take a shuttle that comes every alleged five minutes. It don't, because I waited for five minutes. <laughs> That's a whole lot of no to me. Yeah. You know, So you can get dropped off by any Uber or Lyft, but you cannot get picked up by any Uber or Lyft. Apparently, you've got to be fancy like this motherfucker. For Uber Black. And get I, Uber I feel Black like the drop-off is worse, though. They need to fix that. When you sitting there trying to get to the uh, to the airport, and you pulling in there. Let me tell you, I have a, I have a back way into the airport that I don't think a lot of people know about. So that's one way that I avoid the shit. And two, not really supposed to talk about this, but I I get dropped off on the arrivals level. Take an elevator, escalator up. Oh yeah, everybody do that. Not no, not everybody. All those motherfuckers getting off on the departure level, they don't do that. Well, I'll tell you this. <laughs> I do that. I'll tell you this. 
get you some good shades like these Tom Fords, get you uber black, lay back, <laughs> and just wake up at your gate. That's what I do. Now, I will tell you this morning I ordered because we were here early. For those of you looking outside the smog or fogger, I don't know what the fuck this is. What the is sun's that? over here. This oh, is an early is morning show. We are filming early. We're getting ready for the inevitable when we take somebody's morning show job. But I will say that I called uh, Postmates this morning to get oatmeal and coffee because I wanted to have breakfast this morning. You know you could have gotten it at the Starbucks downstairs and you walked past mm -hmm. it to go Yeah, come but here. It's, I like the, I like the idea so of somebody you know, delivering <laughs> so my food. Fancy. So the guy delivers my food. And I will tell you, I have this new ritual. I look at my people. Mm -hmm. If the person is black, I go... <sighs> Mm -mm -mm. Because I know they're a fan, and I know they're going to recognize me, and I know we're going to have an experience. Right. So today I'm rushing, I'm rushing. I don't look out the people. You know, I got my Wendy Show robe on and my <laughs> do, my purple do-rag looking like somebody's favorite auntie. I open the door, and this guy's like, oh, man, love your work. I'm like, thank you for my oatmeal. And I just shut the door. That's funny. So you slammed in his face? No, 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 no. Just Shout closed out to it. Yeah, because Slowly. like at, at seven thirty in the morning, <laughs> do you really want to talk about your interview when no. your interview I don't with talk about, is coming out? Never. I don't want to talk about anything. No. I don't now I tell you, mm. I've had a couple of postmates come that are cute, and I say, you know, let me get your Instagram. Of course you do. <laughs> you already know where I live. We halfway there. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> we halfway there. Oh god. Of course you do. Okay, so we usually do our week recap. Oh, we can recap. <laughs> we can recap. We totally have forgot about that. So uh podcast stuff. You know, I'm here for the food. Uh, we just uh, dropped our second episode, and uh, we did a double, actually. We dropped a, a part one and a part two. A double disc. Yeah, because we wanted to give everybody, like, you know, to feed the, the, the masses type mm -hmm. thing. You know, so it's, it's going... It's going well. It's mm. going well. This has been an amazing precursor, an amazing um, kind of like education for me, mm -hmm. like invaluable. Nice. Invaluable. This this is the greatest thing to have set me up to know exactly what to do there. And just be thinking <laughs> about the future, you know, even with this show, yeah. uh, you know, what, you want to get on TV, you want, how you want to brand it, live stuff, traveling. Yeah, tour. yeah, I mean, you know, the one thing that I do want to do is, you know, like how sometimes we have interesting, really interesting guests like Cody and um, what was the homeless guy's name? What was his name? I can't remember. Barry. Barry, who passed away, RIP. Um, but like I want to do kind of like the same thing-ish, like, you know, just just have, like, guests who are, you know, kind of fringe society members mm -hmm. and have a long-form discussion about who they are as people rather than the labels that society has kind of put on them. So uh, we got a porn star coming in next. Hey, that's amazing. Woo-hoo! Porn stars get me through most of my days. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, uh, well, I, I'm excited to see that come to fruition, and just tell me when my time to come on the show is. When you get back from New York. I think Monday. Okay. Always out of town. What you? Well, I mean, you know, I'll get into that in a minute. What you? What you have going on? Same man working on my podcast. I have a podcast too called Dualities. We talk about relationships. But this weekend was kind of hard. Um, I lost a good friend that I worked at with Revolt. Um, he was like the main photographer there, named Adrian. So rest in peace, Adrian, and all his family. And I kind of Adrian Sydney. No, his name is Adrian uh, Vargas. And um, it's just been tough dealing with that because this is like a guy we would see every day. A lot of the iconic pictures we had at yeah. Revolt. He's taking them. So that's just what I was dealing with this weekend. Mm -hmm. Not to bring a damper down to the, to, to the vibe. No, I mean, this past weekend, we drove up to uh, San Francisco and Oakland for an Afrotech mm -hmm. conference, which oh, yeah, I, I yeah. will say, um, you know, before I really didn't know what Blavity was doing, and then I ran into the CEO of Blavity. Her name is Morgan in mm -hmm. Chicago when I was meeting with Toyota. 
and she was like, yo, you need to come on over to Blavity. And I had met with Love B. Scott and B. Scott mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. B- Robin from Baller mm-hmm. Alert in Miami. We had lunch at the Soul House. And they were telling me that her rates were really good and that, you know, because in the ad space, mm-hmm. you know, people like Complex, not to shit on Complex, but, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll manage all your advertisement for you, but they'll take 50% of all your revenue. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's a but, lot. That's a lot of money, especially when you've worked hard to garner your audience, right? Yeah. So, Blavity's rates when she sent me the uh, when she sent me a proposal, I was just looking at like what? So they give you high quality rates. I mean, high quality ads, premium ads, and uh, they sell across the whole network. And then the revenue share is so great. I, I've joined Blavity, so Hollywood Unlocked is now part of the Blavity uh, family. But more importantly than that, when I asked her like, do you know, tell me more about what you do? Mm. The one thing I don't do is get out to conferences, mm. and there's so many people out there that mm-hmm. are really good relationships to have. Mm-hmm. Went to Afrotech. This is a community that they've created for black people who are in, the tech, in tech. Yeah. So, but tech from Google to yeah. Lyft to Spotify, Pandora. I mean, we met so many amazing people at the conference. But I'm just piggybacking off what you said in terms of death. Bernard Tyson, who's somebody I worked with um, at Kaiser Permanente, he was the CEO of Kaiser mm-hmm. Permanente, black first black president, and to know Kaiser is the largest HMO healthcare system in the country. Mm-hmm. So thinking about uh, you know all the conversations around single payer and all the other access uh, or whatever, Bernard Tyson's at the top. I mean, mm-hmm. he spoke on Saturday and died on Sunday. No, Wait, no way. Yes, he died in his sleep, sixty years old. What? I mean. And I'll tell you, that was a hard one because this is the president of Kaiser Permanente who just spoke the day before. That's crazy. The, the president of Kaiser Permanente dies at the age of 60 in his sleep. That's not old. That's, that's well, relatively young. And he was a young, very young. He was a young looking uh, man. I mean, you never know what, what's going on in people's lives. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I will tell you, Bernard Tyson, that's a big one for Kaiser. So uh, sending love to him and his family. And Morgan, who did a phenomenal job. This is a young black woman. I've invited her to come on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, she and I have been texting this morning. She's so inspirational. She's riding around on the scooter, running this entire, I mean, this amazing thing. You had to be there to see it. Thousands and thousands and thousands of black people who want to be in tech or in tech, mm-hmm. who are looking for synergies between their companies and others. And, um, I mean, really good contacts. We made a lot of really good contacts. I wanted to go, but it was my birthday. I yeah, know. Happy, happy birthday. Belated. Happy belated. Oh, thanks, guys. How thanks. does it feel to be a whole year older? Um, well, you don't look it, so it no, don't matter. No. Look the no, damn I, same. I, yeah, I just, I just felt, I just feel more like me. Well, somebody broke in my truck in San Francisco. We rented this um, overly expensive truck, and somebody stole my MCM bag and my computer out of there. What? <gasps> yeah, my laptop, my iHeart badge, everything. Took my whole bag. They took your laptop. Mm-hmm. And a couple salads we had in there for lunch. Took all <laughs> that. But I, but we just, I honestly didn't even make a police report because it's Oakland. So we just went on, bought the, we just bought all, I just bought all new shit. Fuck okay. it. You didn't have anything it? valuable in the laptop, or I would have been. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. let's yeah. just say I spent the night erasing my laptop. Yeah. I would have died. Yeah. I can't lose my laptop. Yeah, There's I mean, way too many. We do depend on technology a lot for sure. Like you know, but I mean, we went and copped everything the next day, so we're back to normal. Okay. Um, well, you have okay. a very good at- attitude about that shit. I would yeah, just, your laptop is my it's But it's I my will life. tell you, in life, sometimes you got to negotiate where you're going to spend your misery. Because I can't spend it on a laptop. I got real life shit happening. That's but true. this weekend, tonight I go to uh, Miami, to New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Wendy and uh, I almost said Trina. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish are going to hit the streets, so you might see us in the news. <laughs> we, we, have a long Acting night. Up. we have a long night planned. Fully anticipating seeing that, seeing you guys running around. 
love Wendy. Mm-hmm. All right, so what's going let's on get in into the, the fuck shit? Uh, there's just so much. I okay. Where like, do you want to start? I don't even know what. Well, I, while you get organized, let me just jump over since I'm talking about Wendy. Yeah. Yesterday she interviewed Robin Crawford. Yes. Uh, Robin Crawford, the former assistant slash friend mm-hmm. slash best friend slash uh, girlfriend of Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. Now, I know we uh, felt a certain way about it, about her allegedly profiting off a book. She actually addressed that yesterday, too. But what I'd love to see, and I'm a guardian of Whitney Houston, given our relationship mm-hmm. with the last event and all that. You know, I think it's been unfair this whole time they've been telling Robin's story. Mm-hmm. Like, that'd be like somebody telling the Melissa Ford story for you over and over, profiting from it, getting it wrong, labeling you a certain way. Oh, I I, I think that has happened, but actually. You, but, I'm, <laughs> but I mean, like, documentaries yeah. and mm-hmm. books and this and yeah. that. It's- if you love classic Guy Ritchie movies like Snatch and Sherlock Holmes, then you don't want to miss The Gentleman in theaters January 24th. This movie has it all. An unbelievable all-star cast, Great action, smart writing, and it's funny as hell. Starring Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam, Henry Golding, Michelle Dockery, Jeremy Strong, Eddie Marson, Colin Farrell, and Hugh Grant, it doesn't get any better than this. McConaughey plays a kingpin named Mickey Pearson who runs a London-based weed empire. When he tries to cash in and get out of the game, he puts in motion a series of schemes, bribery, and blackmail led by those trying to steal his domain out from under him. Guy Ritchie really returns to his gangster roots on this one, and it looks dangerously good. If you haven't seen the trailers yet, they're hilarious and available online now. The Gentleman is in theaters everywhere, January 24th. Be sure to check it out. At some point, you want to reclaim your name, you know, Mm -hmm. reclaim your voice. And I think she did a good job, and she did it without seeming angry. There Mm -hmm. were times where she could have, been angry or personalize it she didn't but what she, she did call sissy houston a background singer mm. i was kind of like i ain't never heard sissy houston called labeled a background singer that's Ooh. funny she said she was triple scale but nonetheless mm. <laughs> well what did wait so you said she addressed the whole profiting off of yeah the well, story while whitney's when he was here. like well, what do you say about people who say like do you need the money are you uh-huh. doing this and that she was like this is not about money i'm married i'm very fine i have a family i'm good this was about telling my story. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, mm. you know, people have been telling her story. And then she just wanted to, you know, she said she knows Whitney better than anybody. And she believes that Whitney would be happy that she's uh, telling their story. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that she's married to a woman. She is married to a woman. Okay. Mm. All right. Well. Good for her. Yeah. And she talked about how she found out that Whitney died. Um, she said she was at dinner with her wife and another person and her phone was blowing up but she kept sending to voicemail Mm because she was at dinner Mm -hmm. and then somebody called the person she was with Mm -hmm. who was a big Whitney fan and mentioned it and then that person told her in the dinner so wow, I can imagine that was that's crazy that was a crazy time yeah guess what guys it's time for another Hollywood hookup okay thank you wingman All right, so (laughs) it is the Christmas season tis the season yeah tis the season to elect benefits to your workplace Um, most people know open enrollment as a decision time for healthcare coverage but it's also the perfect time to reassess your life insurance needs do you have life insurance yes no right now I don't 
No, you have no. a kid. You need life insurance. I, I'm, that's why you're telling me about yeah, policy exactly, genius. I, I needed this talk. I'm letting you know. Uh, you got to properly provide for your family. Facts. Most people need 10 times the life insurance coverage that they get through their jobs, mm-hmm. which means that your employer life insurance is leaving you underinsured. <sighs> and that is where Policy Genius can come in to help people. Tell me about it. Yeah. Policy Genius is the easy way to shop for a life insurance plan that's not tied to your job. In minutes, you can compare quotes from top insurers to find your best price. And once you apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and the red tape. Awesome. Which is awesome because I hate paperwork Me and too. I hate red tape. I'd be so confused. That's right. The life insurance you buy through Policy Genius stays with you even if you leave your job, which is awesome. Mm. And uh, Policy Genius doesn't just make it easy to get life insurance, they also help you find the right home and auto insurance. And disability. That's every insurance. That's right. So when you're looking at your workplace benefits this month, make sure to double check your life insurance options Mm -hmm. and then go to policygenius.com to get quotes. You You can apply in minutes. That's all. And that's your Hollywood hookup. That's right. Policy Genius. The easy way to compare and buy life insurance. All right, so uh, who's going to Walmart? All right. Well, Trina went to Walmart, and apparently (laughs) she went off on another customer for calling her. This is one of the most vile things you can say to someone. I don't even feel comfortable saying it. I'll say it. Called her a nigger bitch. There you go. (laughs) Um, And I saw the footage. It was... was it was horrific. So apparently Trina is, you know, moseying down the aisle, do, 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 you know, and, and with her shopping cart mm-hmm. and it, it bumps another customer's shopping cart. And that customer decided to say, watch out, you nigger bitch. There you go. Okay. That's wild. Um, First of all, that's uh, that's aggressive. That's that, wild. Like, right? it's vile. It's one thing to say nigger. Yeah. But like. Or bitch. Nigger bitch. Yeah. Wow. The two words together are like ridiculously offensive. You meant that. Uh. <laughs> And Trina completely lost her yeah, shit. Yeah, she went crazy. <laughs> yeah, she did. So she started hurling expletives at this woman who <laughs> totally deserved it. Bitch, I'll fuck you up. I came here for ham hawking. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> she didn't exactly say she was coming from for ham hawking. Can hocks. you get that at Walmart? Some ham hawk? You can get everything at yes, Walmart. Yes, you can get everything at Walmart. <laughs> yes. Um, Although I don't support Walmart because Walmart destroys young black businesses oh, or yeah. old black businesses and in communities where people... You know, I mean, you grow up. I remember back in Stockton, we had a, a company called Newberry. That was our local mm-hmm. slow, low-scale Walmart. Once Walmart came in town, you didn't have to go to Lucky. You didn't have to go to Ralph's. You didn't Uncle have to go Ray's, nowhere. Uncle all that's you done. You go right to Walmart. You can get your condoms, your razor blades, and a, a Monopoly game, and some collard greens all in one stop. Alcohol there. That's not, yeah. Okay, we, we don't co-sign that. No, we do not. No, okay. Um, and let me correct myself. Trina says that she did not bump into the woman's cart. She said that she saw her and the woman was crying Mm. and she went over to console her. And Trina's words were, the woman looked up at her with a demonic face. And that's when she said, get away from me, you nigger bitch. Oh, wait a minute. She was being nice and got called that? Yeah. Yeah. This is why I don't go out my way to be nice to strangers. But the thing is, she could have been possessed, so maybe the demon called her to do that. So when when the woman was getting ready to leave, Trina's friend told the lady she needed to apologize, and the woman acted as if she didn't know what happened. And that's when Trina exploded, and law enforcement was called, but they didn't make a police report because Trina decided against it. Uh, but they did escort Trina out of the store for her, um, you know, for safety measures. And it was also said the police did not speak with the woman who allegedly hurled the racial expletives. Yes. 
Well, I will say that, you know, people will tell you, people that have way more character than me mm -hmm. will tell you that it's important to be nice and be kind to your fellow neighbor. And sometimes I will walk around the streets uh, or I'll drive around the streets and I'll look at, like, the fact that we coexist in a world with so many people that we will never know, that we will never come in contact with again. We'll be in a shopping mall or in a store and walk right by 100 people and won't even say a word to them, but we share the same planet. That said, that's good. Because when you do t take time to be nice to somebody and they turn around and call you a nigger bitch or whatever, <laughs> then you in jail because you don't whip somebody's ass. Yeah, the fact that people have this thought in their head, how do you put those two words together, nigger bitch? I mean, it, it is a good combination, though. I mean, if you're going to hit low, you just better be ready to duck. Because if you say it to the wrong person, you know. Trina almost threw the goddamn shopping cart at her. Well, shout out to Trina. Yeah. Um, but honestly, for really maintaining her composure so to, like, to a certain extent. Yeah, she went off, but... She could have killed her. It, I don't know what I would have done in that particular situation because well, like rage would have just popped just before I had any time to really actually think about my actions. I probably would have throw through a can of fucking garbanzo beans at this well, bitch. Well, you could have put it in a rap song and did the MAGA challenge. Yeah. Wait, no. what? Yeah, <laughs> I know. On to the next one. Uh, so Trump has decided to start a uh, hashtag MAGA challenge for, rap for, contest for, on Twitter. For people that think Trump, for people that think Trump is the new name of a person who's the ANR at Interscope Records, please no. tell them what Trump we're talking about. Okay, Donald Trump. <laughs> so he is now promoting a new rap contest, hashtag MAGA challenge, urging his supporters to post their videos on social media to make liberals cry. Have you have you looked at the hashtag? I have. I've only seen a couple. You want to see Coonan? Yeah, I, that's Go, what I saw. Because the winner, get this, gets a trip to the White House. To the Oval Office. And let me. T I don't know if you get to go in the Oval Office and see where Monica left her her, her promise. Right. But I'll tell you this: <laughs> what you what these if you want to see Coonan at the highest level of coonery. Mm -hmm. Go check hashtag mega challenge. And some dudes in this so many some black bars. people up there rapping, trying to get to the White House. Well, it, apparently this guy uh, Bryson Gray, uh, back in September, he performs under the name B Serious. <laughs> uh, he created the hashtag mega challenge to advertise his song Black Not Democrat. Mm -hmm. Black Not Democrat. Yeah, you, you can't be serious. Black Not Democrat. Yeah, so apparently Trump was all for it because he retweeted it and then he took it and ran with it. So if you want a trip to the White House. <sighs> Can't even Try. believe we're about to don't no we're not no we're not gonna promote this. Shit. Yeah, don't do it. Just no. just don't. Just I will don't tell you right it. now, I will go through the mega challenge hashtag and every black person rapping is getting blocked. Yeah. From Hollywood on Off the rip. Yeah. yeah, because what are you gonna do when you get to the White House? Get a medal of rap victory? Like what the fuck <laughs> happens? What do you win? Yeah. You get to sleep in the Ab does Abraham Lincoln even have a room anymore? Yeah. There's the Abraham Lincoln room. I wonder Jefferson if Trump room. has like you know, because each president gets to come in and, you know, redo the whole West mm -hmm. Wing, right? It's gaudy. Someone said that. Is it really? It's super gaudy. It's Have gold you seen it? everywhere. Pimped out? Yes. Wait, somebody it looks like his hotel. Somebody said, by the way, Hollywood Unlocked does uh, look into the future. We told you Kanye West was going to run for president. He's now done an interview Hello. claiming that he's running for president in 2024. But somebody did say something that I thought was pretty interesting. If Kanye wins, um, Virgil can redo the whole West Wing. So off white would it'd be pretty. Nice. It'd be, it'd be a nice I West would Wing. not care. I wouldn't care. Yeah. The inauguration would be lit, right? I mean, I'm just trying to look into the future because I'm telling you. If <laughs> Everything we, that doesn't matter to fix the country. All oh, the inauguration yeah, would be but, lit. I mean, the, the offices and the, the West Wing would be beautiful. Like, I, mean, I don't get to had, go there. We had Barack Obama there. Did we give him the, I mean, we gave him the praise that he deserved, but I mean, the world really didn't, right? No, Did he, they? no, he, we, yeah, he has a lot of, you know, uh, 
diplomatic ties and people regard him fondly around the world. You well, know? I'll tell you who I'm mad at. Who? Michelle. Why? Obama? Why? She do? Because she should be running. Oh, you know. If she, Michelle Obama was running. tired. Wait, if Michelle Obama was running, I would love to see her in a debate with Trump and Trump come for her and she said, bitch, don't get whooped. You know what I mean? Because she's outside <laughs> she's outside Michelle. I don't know. <laughs> I love Michelle show. Obama. Yeah, we all do. We all do. Um, yeah, so this is Trump's way of appealing to African American voters, and it's it is so basic. Please don't fall for it. But anyways, so, whatever. So Summer Walker, I know she's our next hot topic. Mm-hmm. I just have to say she posted a bowl of like you know toiletries of what she uses to wash up, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like I guess it really backfired on her. And she didn't like that. Mm-hmm. People were, you know, I mean. I don't know that I want to date somebody that does a sponge bath, mm-hmm. you know, because I do require before we're going to be intimate, brush your teeth, wash under your arms, mm-hmm. wash your ass. But matter of fact, just go in the shower and wash everything. Just take a shower. Just do a rinse. Shouldn't you not take a shower before you have sex? I mean, I saw a whole bathtub with, you know, stuff floating in it, like flowers and, and herbs and okay, stuff. Okay, now she don't need to be down there trying to plant soil. She needs to fucking take a bath. <laughs> well, scrub the shit off. And now she wants to retire or something? I don't know what's going she's on. She's taking some time. She says she's taking some time off. She um, she says that she is an empath, which me, and she's very, very sensitive to energy. Um, and she's just taking some time off for her, you know, mental health. She's canceled the majority of her tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, I think she says she's going to refund the money um, for the tour dates that she's not going to go on. Um, but I mean, for a, for a, for an artist, pretty much just starting out, that's a really bold move. Could you imagine if Tanashi said she was taking some time off? Girl, we would forget about you. And you know what, Summer Walker, you ain't been around long enough to take time off. You and Lil Nas X, get your ass back to work. Get, a, I mean, has she had a number one yet? Yeah, no, yeah, her album she put out was pretty big. Has it been number one? I'm not sure if it's been well, number one. I do. think she has that fan base, though, where she can kind of pull these moves. Like, she makes arms. Man, coming up, I remember how crazy things would get on Black Friday. My aunt would wake me up at 4 in the morning to wait in long lines just to get some sneakers that we probably can get on discount the next week. Well, check this out. There's no need to get crazy this year. I'm letting you know ahead of time and about an amazing Black Friday Cyber Monday deal on something you're actually going to use every single day. A pair of wireless earbuds and headphones from Raycon. You guys know about Raycon, awesome company founded by Ray J. He was sick of premium audio being so expensive, so he and a bunch of audio engineers and music industry folks developed Raycon's line of awesome wireless headphones and earbuds. They sound just as good as other premium brands, but start at half the price. Understand this, the best deal in premium audio just got even better for Black Friday, and trust me, you do not want to sleep on this one. Go to buyraycon.com unlock to check out Raycon's Black Friday and Cyber Monday savings. I can't even tell you how good the deals will be. You have to check them out on the site. That's buyraycon.com slash unlocked. Buyraycon.com slash unlocked. Be music, so you but know, I know it's more. not like she's a rap artist. She needs to be on every trend. But I know more about her. Well, our, uh, uh, Beyonce's not a rap artist. She's on every trend. That girl is, all, that's what I'm saying. What would, where's my sweater at? Give me my sweater. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> I have a new motto around here because everybody says they want to be great, mm-hmm. but they fail to ask themselves one simple question. And I'm going to ask myself every day. This is my new sweater. What would Beyonce do? <laughs> what would Beyonce do? If Beyonce gets stressed, she works. If Beyonce has twins and almost dies, she works. If but- Beyonce wants to change the world, she looks at her Instagram and then she goes to work. Beyonce is working. These new people, I don't get but it. But I think with, with the differences with these new people, they're not trained or conditioned into the industry. They just kind of start on SoundCloud, they blow up, and then the industry just takes them and whips them around. Beyonce had That's the, very true. the opportunity to grow up in the industry. Not saying it's yep. easier for Beyonce, but 
she had some time to kind of work her way and up. And her parents were very involved. Mom was stylist, dad was manager. You know, you know what he used to make her do? Like that her Destiny shop? Running heels on the treadmill. No, they used to have to too. they used to have to that too, but they used to have to run around the track and sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in order to develop that vocal strength and, you know, and breath and whatnot. All right, so moving right along, I got to take a shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you just put it in a bucket and save it for Wait. somebody? <laughs> I just throw it on you and damage. Yeah, okay, no, uh, so no. this headline, I was like, I don't, I, I no. was like, Alyssa, really? I think she's one that put it up on Hollywood Unlocked. I was so grossed out. A homeless man threw a bucket of hot diarrhea at a woman. You How did you get the diarrhea hot? Wait, you're, no, you're not gonna believe it. Wait, let's go into let's just tell the whole hot topic. Okay, like, so this is what happens. <laughs> so this woman was obviously left very traumatized after a homeless man threw a bucket of steaming hot diarrhea. Really, Calvin? Oh, steaming hot diarrhea God. on her. It was by the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I never walk on that. Which is near my house. (laughs) Yeah, that, that, (laughs) no. And I'm telling you, I'd be looking at these homeless people like, y'all can catch a fade. It's mad sketch over there, (laughs) all right? Heidi Van Tassel recalls that she was getting into her car after spending an evening with friends at a restaurant when a homeless man uh, identified as Jer Blessings... I don't even know. He what blessed her, right? Yeah. Dragged her into he the middle of... He blessed the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> he dragged her into the middle of the street and then poured the disgusting contents on her. She says, it was diarrhea, hot liquid. I was soaked. It was coming off my eyelashes <laughs> and into my eyes. <laughs> oh, God, this is disgusting. Um, well, let me no, look, wait, let, wait. Let me look at it from a positive. No, wait, there let, is no positive let, let, angle. Let me just say this one last part, ju- just to seal the deal. <laughs> Paramedics who treated her said the diarrhea looked like the man had been saving it up for about a month. Ew. Okay. Well, let me look at. The, I try to find the silver lining in everything. I the silver okay, lining. Now, maybe he felt. Maybe he was tired of getting shitted on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this life. What, life. Life dealt him a hand of cards that a deck of cards that weren't the best. And so he said, you know, I want the world how it feels to be shitted on. Hot shit. Yeah, I don't know why it needed to be a bucket, though. A bucket? Where did he get it? Like, where was he at steaming it up? Like, I don't think you have to steam it up. Uh, shit comes out pretty hot. I remember back in the day, I used to have a horse. <laughs> Not a month ago. No, I was in a, I was in a group home, and, and we all had horses. It was part of therapy that okay. each kid had a horse. Okay. Because to... <laughs> Comb the horse to clean its stable. Responsibility. To be able to feed it and all that. It was very soothing mm-hmm. when you had, you know, all these kids with behavioral issues. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a behavioral issue. I was just over being. I'd have got know, y'all cats. No, but I had a, I had a, uh, we had cats too. Um, we had dogs, we had chickens, we had all types. Of, we lived on a, it was a, a farm. A farm. Mm-hmm. We lived on a farm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I remember one day I was in there cleaning my horse's stall and I was shoveling the shit. We had shit boots, you know, rank, whatever. And this kid shit named boots. Juan picked up a handful of horse shit and threw it and hit me in the face. <laughs> and I, I, I wanted to beat his ass so bad, but we just got into a shit fight. So all the kids were throwing shit at each oh. other and it was actually pretty fun. Is this in your book? I, I did not put <laughs> did it in it my book. Did it make the book? It did not, I just remembered it right now. It did not make the book. Fuck. All right, well, she's suffering from PTSD, and so yeah. would I. This is disgusting. And uh, they took him to... Um, Did it get in her mouth? Yeah, of course. In her eyelashes dripping into her eye, okay? Damn. They sent him... He was placed under yeah. arrest. He was sent to a residential home where he What was would he be, charged with? Uh, Shat- I, I guess that would be like... Shattery? A, uh, I, get it? Shattery. <laughs> Battery, but shitting? Sh- shattery? Yeah. I guess, I guess it would be <laughs> like a misdemeanor assault. Mm. 
mischief. I don't know. But anyways, uh, he was treated for mental health issues, but then he was let out. Mm. Yeah, they let him right back on the streets to do it again. Yeah. He won't strike again. Side note, did y'all see my post about Kaya? What? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, what's going on with that? We'll talk about that in another show. I just wanted to, it's just funny. Oh, my God. Well, anyways, that's that's what's happening in the streets. Yes. A lot, a lot of shit. Well, be careful out there because life will, you know, deal you with a shitty hand and <laughs> you have to be ready to... Dodge the bucket. Remember that song by Rihanna Porta? Porta? Mm-hmm. Porta? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's no, wrong. We're not. All right, fuck it. We out of here. Peace. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> welcome one, welcome all. Welcome you do yours and marchers to the beat of any drum. At Starbucks, we know that wellness has a lot more to do with finding your unique journey than following the latest trends. That's why we have something for every taste, every craving, every mood, and every you. Like our new coconut milk latte and almond milk honey flat white. Because no two journeys are the same. And what makes it right is that it's yours.